six for 18. That's that's not was good. Was this the best performance of the year by the Utah Jazz? Eh, might be. It was complete. It was dominating. It held off the one surge, and Donovan Mitchell was great. And the defense was just as good as Donovan. We'll talk about all of it coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz blow out the New York Knicks tonight, 108-93. You just don't get a lot of 15-point wins on the road. That would be the first thing. I don't care if the Knicks are 30 and 40 or not. You don't do that very often. You don't lead games by double digits for most of the second half, have one surge come at you, and you hold it off immediately. Really, this league's super good. You don't have these kind of games very often, Ron. You, you really don't. Um, but. Uh... I think we had a couple of individual efforts that probably made the bigger difference in this basketball game. Um, but, you know, the Jazz in that fourth quarter, for instance, David, were only six of 18 there from the field. So it was that individual effort, I think, by Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Rudy Gobert didn't have that bad of a fourth quarter there as well. But anytime, as you mentioned, that you can go on the road, you can win, and you win by double digits or anything like that, you know, that's – Collectively, there's something going on there, but I think that individual effort made the big difference. Here's the story of the night for me, and let me get my old man glasses on to tell it. In the first quarter of the night, the Knicks go two of six in the paint. In the second quarter, the Knicks go four of ten in the paint. In the third quarter, they go three of 11 in the paint. And in the fourth quarter, they go four of nine with a bunch of layups late that don't matter. Yeah, The Jazz defense tonight in the paint against a team that does not shoot a lot of threes or want to shoot a lot of threes was totally dominating. Rudy Gobert, Hassan Whiteside owned the defense in the middle of this fourth. Yeah, and end up with, with anytime you end up blocking a, a few shots, then it really makes a difference and incidentally, 11 block shots tonight there by the Jazz with, with uh, Rudy no with four, really? three there for Whiteside. Even Rudy Gay had a couple of uh, a block shots to throw, throw in there as well. And then, um, but that's 11 block shots. So you're absolutely right about those numbers. Rudy Gay had his best game he's had in a long time for the Jazz. He, he really did. Uh, active. Uh, and even though he knocked down some threes, I was in fact impressed with him getting in there and rebounding. Uh, he can really help this team rebounding the basketball if he just, you know, insert himself and go go ahead and do it. He had seven rebounds tonight, ended up with 13 points um, and 25, about 26 minutes. And I think that might be the most minutes he's played in quite some time. Donovan had an interesting task tonight. Their pressure defense, they get in on you, they play you physically. He was a point guard. He had to involve everyone. I thought in the first quarter he really worked to get everyone involved. He, mm-hmm. he actually, I thought, hurt his own offense because he's had some monster first quarters. But without Mike Conley tonight, I thought he really kind of went away. He got Alexander Walker a bunch of early shots, which he missed. Um, he got Hernan Gomez an early shot or two, which he actually missed. And I thought he was really trying to get his teammates involved. And then as the, I think there's a learning lesson that he did play 36 tonight, but that he, you know, as the night went on, more and more opportunities opened up for him. Second mm-hmm. quarter, he exploded and he finished with 36. Yeah, he's so good now at reading the defense. And, and uh, for instance, some of those passes that you were talking about, those bullet passes, uh, realizing where the defense is coming, uh, and then wrapping a pass around to a three-point shooter on the opposite side of the floor, that type of thing. That comes with just being able to read the defense. And and uh, and what's so impressive also, David, is when he's driving to the basket, he, he has a pace, a tempo that, you know, Luca type stuff that 
gives him time where he can score or he can still read the defense and find out what's going on. Another very strong game from Jordan Clarkson. We told the story on the air tonight. So Jordan Clarkson has a coach that he works with predominantly. His name is Jeff Watkinson, and they're connected, very, very strongly connected. I mean, some people kind of think Jeff Watkinson's like the 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 Clarkson whisper, and and really what everyone says, he calms him down. Well, playing pickleball this year, <laughs> Jeff Watkinson tore his Achilles tendon and was not available to be on the floor to work with Clarkson up until about January first. And if we remember Jordan at the beginning of the year, there was nothing calm about him. It was frenetic and frantic and misplaced and bad shots and kind of out of characteristically selfish and too many shots. And it just was all out of whack. And if you watch him right now, he's back to being the Jordan Clarkson of a year ago. He's playing in the system. He's taking advantage of the opportunities. He's getting to his right hand. He's passing out when it's not available. He's playing under control. You know, he talked last year about the music and how like he tries to play almost like thoughtlessly to music and mm. have a rhythm and that. And, and we've just seen that out of him recently. Mm. And interestingly enough, if you look at his numbers from the day, Jeff Watkinson came back to work with mm. him, he's shooting 43% from the floor, 45% from the floor, 34% from three, right back at his career numbers. And he looks just terrific. Kyle, you, you can really tell the difference. Um, and you're absolutely right about that. I mean, the pace, the tempo that he's playing with, which is very important. The rhythm that he that he that he gets into, I think, was what's very important. So Mark Cuban had something here when he was the, the coach, uh, the owner that started this individual coaches working with individual players, and I think he was the first one to start something like that. And and it's well, obviously it's working for Jordan Clarkson, probably working for a lot of players in the league right now. But you can really tell because we're actually you know broadcasting these Jazz games, so we can see the difference in, in Jordan Clarkson with with. Uh, with a lot lots of fans are asking what was more important, Rudy Gay finally having a good game or Donovan Mitchell uh, going <laughs> off and having uh, that game? Rudy Gay. I don't think there's any doubt Rudy Gay. Donovan's capable of doing a lot, you know. I mean, he, but Rudy Gay, I think, uh, needed that. I think he needed to be, play well and get the minutes out there on the floor. Uh, and hopefully going forward, we'll get more of this. And even if he's not scoring, rebounding and playing defense is going to be a, a big difference and a big help there for Rudy and, and Whiteside rebounding the basketball. There's a chance we get the uh, full roster back tomorrow, if every, or at least more relatively. It'll be interesting to see what the rotations are. Wancho Herman Gomez gave the Jazz 25 good minutes tonight, seven mm -hmm. points, three rebounds, four, or four <laughs> rebounds, three steals. Uh, only hit two of six and three. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, unfortunately, had a tough night tonight, uh, both on the offense and defensive ends. Uh, I don't know what they get to do. To, to, you know, what Boyan comes, if Boyan comes back, he, he was out shooting before the game. Uh, if, in fact, we see Mike Conley, uh, which is likely, if we see Trent Forrest, uh, he was out shooting before the game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, but all of a sudden the Jazz have earned some confidence and some depth in some of these guys, and it's, you know, Eric Paschal. Who's brilliant the other night? Didn't play tonight. Didn't even get in the ball game tonight. So it's 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 a luxury, I think, to be able to have to make that decision. I think for for Quinn Snyder, when you when you're surging toward the end of the year and you got guys that are playing well going into the playoffs, now you have to make that that crucial decision. Decision for guys that's playing well, and then the decision to make sure you don't lose a guy that's on the verge of, of being able to help you there as well. Well, Julius Randle, I don't know what happened late in the game. He's usually actually a pretty good guy. If you've been around him, he's kind of a great story. His mom is super tight out of Dallas, Texas. And I'll hope he does not add himself to the litany of people who've made stupid post-game comments about Rudy Gobert after he kicks the butt. Yeah. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Have a good night. That is Postcast.